Hi, welcome to part two of Building Superintendent Trustworthiness. Sit back and enjoy. One of my pet peeves is saying when you be there, like not following your word, when you say something, you still be at the building, you meet this uh, the property manager at this time, you get this ready and, and it doesn't happen. Um, that also hits your credibility of honesty and trust, trustworthiness. Yeah, it may seem small. Thing. Yeah. It seems small. I mean, all of us do it. Oh, I'll be there in an hour. And next thing you know, you really intent, you really have good intentions. You want to be there in, in an hour, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm rushing through traffic," and then you miss it by like half an hour. It just hits your credibility and your reputation for honesty and trust, because they won't see that you're trying to make it there. They're just going to see that you're you're not able to keep your word. And so something simple like that, I always say this. Pat on <laughs> if you're if you're because some of us are worse than others. Some of us will say like, "I'll be there in half an hour," and they'll have to, you'll have to check in on on them like ten times, and it's been like four hours since they spoke. They said half an hour. Um, that you're never gonna trust that person again in terms of their their times their time uh, expectations. You're always gonna be like, "Man, he said 11. I'm not going to be there until five. Or you may even find another vendor. You may find another super. Eventually, that's going to, because second guessing is takes so much energy out of you, makes you tired, makes you makes you uh, anxious. That I'm just going to, eventually, that might end up with a board member or building manager finding another super. Right. So always pad on more time. Like if you're if you know that you're bad with this. If you say an hour, stop yourself and say two hours. You know, and you know yourself, so you know what people have told you. I mean, because this, if you do it in work, you probably do it to your family too. So maybe someone in your family can help you say, yeah, you, you know what, you always, you're, you're on, a, you know, you're on a, a different time zone. Um, so whenever you, you commit to something, you know, I always, you're always like an hour late. If that's true, then add another hour to what you're, to what you're doing, to what you're promising. Because um, it's going to hit your credibility, and you're going to be questioned. Your what you say, your word is going to be questioned. Yeah, being punctual is the first thing to be being professional in any field. Right, right. Any field, and be ten minutes early. That's even better. <laughs> that's that's a lot to ask for <laughs> someone that always comes four hours late. But I know what you're saying. It have, yeah, I know what you're saying. Really, if, if you're not good at it, work on it. And it is really important. Oh, I can be five minutes late. Right. It's three minutes longer. No. If you promise, 11, right. be there 10.59. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's what differentiates you from other students. Right. Exactly. It's so important. I can't stress that enough. And... This may this this one the next one may actually um, be 
seem harmless, but and it could be harmless, meaning that we do it all the time unknowingly, but it could open you up and expose you to trust issues and, and, and issues of uh, honesty. Dishonesty is when you are found to be taking favors or giving favors. Um, I know it's, we all tend to do it because sometimes, you know, we like somebody and sometimes we get close to people who live at the building. So I'm talking about favors that we give to other, other residents at the building, meaning favoring one over the other, meaning favoring one over the other. We have a little guest here. It's a guest on four legs. Okay, so when I, uh, we want to watch giving favors to people and give, I mean giving favors to, to residents at the building, whether it's a shareholder or a renter or whether it's, you know, to, to, to a vendor or to the next building or something and then receiving favors. And the reason for that is because um, when you're at a building, you're, you're there to treat everyone equally. <clears throat> you're there to <clears throat> service everyone equally <clears throat> in the same, with the same level of service. That's what professionalism is. And when you're at a, when you're at a building, it's easy to lose focus of that. You may end up liking one person and then really going out of your way to help that person. And that's understandable. It's human nature, right? We're all humans. We, we, we like certain people more than others. We may connect. I mean, we may connect with someone quickly, more quickly than others. We may want to help them, but if you take on, and I'm not saying don't do favors, but this will open you up to questions of, of, of honesty and, and trustworthiness because in favors, you, you may end up seeming that you're favoring one over the other. What could be an example of this? Example is like, let's say you're at a building where you're finding out that the porter is using the parking lot, parking spot of another, um, of a shareholder who's not living, who's not there temporarily. And Technically, according to the rules, employees of the building are not allowed to park in, in that parking lot. And the response after asking the porter, why are you parking there? He's like, oh, this shareholder did me a favor by, um, he said that he's away from the country, out of the country for a month, and that I could use his parking spot. What do you, what do you think about that? seems like the shareholder's uh, decision. The shareholder can, can give the parking space to whoever he wants to. I mean, even if, assuming that there was no policies that say that you, he couldn't, um, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not bad on its face. Like, it's not terrible on its face. But this actually happened at a building. And so the property manager ended up questioning whether the porter was doing favors for people. I get and it. So it's not really out there, but these can be <clears throat> interpreted in a bad way. 
bad way. Yes, like that, thank you. Personal yeah. is intermingled, right? With with the professional work, right? Then people start to think, right? And be suspicious about right. about this. Why is he getting the parking spot? Right, right. Like, is he getting away with something? Is right. the shareholder getting away with something? Right, right. Um, especially if there is any politics going on right. inside the building, that could be a bad thing. So I guess kind of separating yourself as a human being, individual, and you're always you're always going to be a porter. You're always going to be the building super, and that is a shareholder who's a boss. Right. So you have to be careful when you're you're accepting or giving personal favors right that's a great way to distinguish that I, I i think that was better said than i could ever think of yes personal favors that's that's a differentiating personal favors is there any situation where you can do professional favors or do you think that that being professional means not giving favors or or maybe it is giving favor. Maybe it's by saying like, okay, I won't charge for this to the building, to the benefit of everybody. You know. Um, I think I would like to say that <clears throat> as being flexible. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You not being, you know, it's important to follow the rules. Right. You know, be you know, technical. Technically, you know, you're not supposed to do that, but. Um, I think because the building, its its setting is you know it you, it consists of a lot of people and of course feelings. It's it's really hard to really give an an answer to this. Right. But it depends on the situations. But if you like, as you experience. Um, different types of buildings, different types of people, you'll know what can be what what can be acceptable in in certain buildings. Right. So if you know that, then that's great. If you can still have that kind of um, like a line or like the the border of what's what's okay and not if you can give a favor by not touching those those lines then it's okay i think it's professional okay but if you just don't know what that borderline is if you if you just if you're not sure just don't give favors right 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 that's a great way to put it yeah you can always say oh i'm not sure if i can I can do that. Let me ask my manager. Right. It's because I don't know. Right. Then, then the shareholder will be okay with that. Right. Right. So that's actually a great way to respond to something like that to the shareholder, right? If they ask you for a favor that you may feel is a, is a personal favor, right? And it's keeping business and personal separate, which is important because it, as a part-time building, you're taking care of all these building you're going to meet a lot of shareholders in different buildings and every building has a almost sometimes i can say every building has its own type of community right yeah and it's own character <laughs> its own character and you have different types of it. some some buildings are totally about you know like 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 loosey goosey and and, and favor oriented another building is like 
prim and proper and and you know they 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 want the everything rules are rules, rules, are rules. <laughs> you know that it's so funny how and and that's where if you're not um, if you don't know how to navigate that you can get yourself into trouble you may treat one building like the other. Right. And so definitely, um, thank you for that. Um, so I, I would say receiving tips is, is probably in there too. I'm not saying don't take the tips, but be, be careful what it can open up. Be conscious, be aware of what can open up. You should definitely not take anything from vendors, outside vendors, but oh. I'm talking about tips from shareholders. <laughs> Taking tips from vendors looks bad across the boards. Um, there's so many ways that that can be interpreted in a, in a very bad way, especially if it's a vendor that you introduce to the building. Um, uh, I can't think of, I would say, f just steer clear away from that. I have people always coming up, or I have, I have um, people who are always coming up to people in a network saying, that I've heard about, saying, oh, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, if you get, no, just, they always say, it's, you know, they, they always tell me that they've said flat out, no, just do the job, just do it to perfection. Um, don't make me look bad. That's what, that's what they're, um, they're asking the vendors to do. And I think that's a great, great way to approach it, you know, because that's, um, you know, taking tips is, is uh, or some sort of money from, from other vendors you know, that's, I can't think of a way that could impact your trustworthiness or reputation more. Yeah, and I wouldn't trust those vendors. You never know those yeah. vendors yeah. are going to hate you. <laughs> um, Throw you under the bus? Yeah, I will, <laughs> with their truck. <laughs> Throw you under their, their truck, <laughs> their work truck. I mean, there's... So you're talking literally. Okay. Yeah, I, there's a possibility where they can betray on you. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, they, they they could do that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially you know liability issues. Um, you know, I wouldn't trust trust those vendors. You know, they're gonna do whatever it takes to uh, make this into the super's problem. Right, right. And, you know, I was told to I do mean, this. Some, know, but like but that. sometimes they say it innocently. Some some vendors are. I, yeah, I, but I'm talking about the vendors who are constantly trying to. Oh, like. Buy, right, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, don't, do, don't do that. Right, right. I mean, there's a fine line. I, I think sometimes they're like, oh, I'll give you a couple extra bucks. I mean, there, there's this whole thing in um, real estate brokering where they talk about referral fees and all that stuff and how. If someone gets someone else a job that makes a lot of money, why can't you show a thanks, right? It's like a thanks. So it becomes a murky situation. That's why I'm, I'm saying um, my thing is just, just stay away when you can, even when it's good and well-intentioned. Sometimes a, a vendor will have all, all the, the best intentions about that gift. Um, just don't, just stay away because yeah. that impacts your, your credibility and your reputation. Yeah, so it's about protecting yourself and, you know, we are all human beings and if you get some sort of gift, it comes with something. You're not just taking the gift. You know, they're going to ask you, oh, I, you know, I, I kind of made a mistake. Can you, 
can you cover up for me? Yeah, yeah. They will say that because you know I get these. I know it, it's human nature to give and take, right? Yeah. So you feel obliged. Yeah. You, you and feel indebted. Feel bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll lose your objectivity. Yeah. So just if you if you want to keep this, you know, business is business, work is work. Right. Just I I I would recommend like don't take that. Right, right. But there are cases where you receive gifts like a bottle of wine or yeah, I mean chocolate or snacks. Yeah, Christmas time. I mean yeah. those are things that are 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 seasonal. They're I would say they're general thanks, mm-hmm. right? They're like a general. It's it's a cultural practice. In that case, like I don't have to you know take that back, right? No, I think that's okay. I'm talking more about like, you know, like um, commission or yeah, or not commission, but but a kickback. I mean, technically, it's called a kickback. Yeah, Yeah. but um, I was talking. You know, I wasn't even going that far because then that's clearly out of the scope of our our discussion because that's clearly dishonest, right? Um, And trust uh, impacts your trustworthiness. And and but what I was talking about was more um, uh, like tips from. From, from people, uh, from shareholders or someone that lives in the building because accepting tips does actually imply that you're obliged to them, that you're indebted to the person who gave you a tip. And if the building is aware that you're, on, you're accepting those kind of tips, um, it could open you up to the sense that you're treating people unfairly. It could open it up, right? I'm not saying don't take it. You know, there's always a a question as to whether there's a right way to do it. Is there, you know, because you always feel indebted and you feel guilty and, you know, there's a sense of that. But um, I would say just this is not a lesson. This is not a, an episode on, 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 you know, don't accept tips or, or it's okay to take tips, but just think about it. You know, think about what it can open up yeah, in so terms of your... I think what you're trying to say is all tips are good. All tips are not good, sorry. Um, so for I think it depends on the situation. For example, a shareholder you know, says thank you to you and gives you a tip, then you know, he says, you know, I'm doing a renovation. Yeah, I guess it's a, so, <laughs> like, so you're Just right. so you know, and right. he gives a thank you tip. And like, he means that, you know, I'll, I'll be doing some construction work, just so you know. Right. So that could be a problem. So it could right? be in the context of when you accept it, exactly. right? So in Christmas time, it's just common, normal practice, right? I mean, yeah. to, 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 to give and take a thank you. It's mm-hmm. a tip is a thank you. It's a token of appreciation. I appreciate you for the year. That's great, right? But it's in the context of a renovation, if someone gives you a, thank you or appreciation especially during the construction it just doesn't look yeah, it just, good right yeah and it's just <coughs> and it's just not, it just doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right i mean even if let's say you help the con- contract is a friend of yours and you help the daughter with her homework and uh, tutoring and you know he's giving you a tip for that <laughs> i mean i can see how yeah th- there's always exceptions yeah. to these but it's just it's the appearance looks bad the appearance yeah. of it looks bad, no matter what. Um, so, so keep in mind for that of that. Yeah. And also, like in like just before a board meeting, let's say, a shareholder goes, 
hey, I, like we have to talk about uh, we're we the board is going to talk about this, and I just want to shake your hand before we talk about certain things. Slips a yeah. slips a hundred and that or yeah. <laughs> hundred. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, um, yeah, like just uh, kindly say. Um, no, thank you. Is this a board member in your in your example? Yeah, a board member <laughs> saying like, you know, like you you, you know, I I don't know. I'm just making this up, but you know, last time there was this this hole or something, blah blah blah, and you actually don't know even what he's talking about, and he just you know shakes your hand and say thank you, you know, you know, like it's, it's like, no. Give, get like he's trying to give you a signal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I never had a board member slippy. Oh well, but I, I but I know what you mean. I think it's in the same light. Your you, the context of it, right? The yeah. context is the situation where you're you're getting the thanks. Yeah. The where your you, the tip is coming with an expectation. Yeah. That you right that you, yeah. it's not like after you've done a job where you take a tip like a $20 tip or a $5 tip, $5 is a little low, but let's just say uh, a $20 tip, you've done the job, you're finished, um, it was supposed to be part of your job, so you're not gonna get paid extra, but it's a thanks, right? Yeah. It's not saying my thoughts is gonna break down again and you're gonna have to come here and take care of me, but it's a thanks. Yeah. So that's okay, right? Although it could open up, I mean, it still opens you up to the possibility that um, not everything know. is like 100%, it's yeah. 99%. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing 100%. So, you know, that, that's what I was saying. But I, I'm just, I think I included that on this list because of the gray areas of how one can slip from one to the other yeah. and how slipping without realizing, you know, that slippery slope, um, it could expose you to questions about your or trustworthiness or honesty. Yeah, so whenever there's a transaction, it has to have a clear reason. Yes, yes. Once again, you're in a position of trust for the building on behalf of the building, not on behalf of any one resident, you know, or, or a shareholder. Okay. Um, so, side jobs, that's the other thing. <laughs> Side jobs are another place where it can, um, you just have to be careful. Side jobs are okay. I mean, in part-time buildings, you're counting on side jobs to supplement your income. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of these larger buildings too, where the, you know, the staff can do a lot of the work that the shareholders or building owners need, um, there's a, that's a great match. There's a, that's a great synergy. That's a, you know, where... You have people in the building that need the services. You're able to provide it probably at a discount to the, uh, to the, to the residents. So you're, you're doing that, that job. But this is where, um, where, you know, where it's allowable, where it's permitted inside the building. It could open you up to your reputation you know, being exposed reputation for honesty and trustworthiness um, you know because questions become um, especially in a larger building where they're hiring you they're hiring you to do that work 
as part of your hourly um, duties, if you're doing side work, especially on that hour that you're working, um, that's technically double dipping. Right? Right. That's, that's technically against the rules. And a lot of buildings, I've seen in a lot of buildings where people have done that and they've gotten in trouble or claims of that have come out where the, the person has never been um, caught, but there's a rumor mill in the background among shareholders and board members that this person is doing that. And that, you know, hits your reputation, you know, uh, of, of being trustworthy and, and honest. So what you want to do is if you're doing work in these buildings, do it after your hours, do it after, um, before work or after work, make it clear that you're doing it after hours. And there are many, I mean, I've, I've seen awesome um, people in this industry actually do it the right way, where they make it, make it known and obvious that they're working on their off time. And even if it takes more time. If it takes more time, yes. Even if it's inconvenient for you. <laughs> yeah, and that, that should be the rule. And even if the board member is, the shareholder is happy, and that he's okay with you working, um, working inside the unit during your normal hours at the building. Right. Say no. Right. Because if you do that, and it's gonna be okay this time, but if you do a side job for another shareholder, right, he's gonna say, you know, he's taking off the building's time. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. If if other the person you're doing the work for is gonna be happy, might be happy, but the next shareholder's not gonna be happy. Yeah. And so that's, and you develop, develop that reputation, everyone's going to feel generally unhappy. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely not a, um, and then part-time, you know, that may be in larger buildings, but even in part-time, part-time buildings, um, taking side work can be tricky. And a lot of management companies do allow that, but a lot of, uh, some management companies want to keep track of that work. And they feel like if, if, if you're inside an apartment doing work in your benefit, for your benefit, but they're in the dark about it, they feel like that, that that's being dishonest to them. Or they feel like your, your trustworthiness is, is in question because they didn't know about that. Um, because ultimately the building manager is responsible for things that go wrong inside the apartments. And sometimes they wanna keep track of like the super did that work. So if something goes wrong, they wanna be able to know who did that, right? So it's okay if you go in there and make an additional, you know, you're, you're able to make an additional work, a side job out of it, but sometimes they want to know. I would say whenever you're coming with a building, coming into a new building, always ask them first, if these residents need my work, need my help, and I'm able to do it, do you want to know about it? Mm -hmm. Would you prefer to know? Because some managers also may say, don't bother me with this kind of stuff. Give them the choice. To, to say, yes, let me know every time you're inside a building, inside an apartment doing work, or t for them to say only the importance, only certain type of work I wanna know about, the others I don't care about, but let them make that determination and then stick to that so that when, whenever you do that work, you're able to communicate to them that um, you've been inside an apartment and that you've done work that, um, that you know, they may be interested in knowing about. Okay, then do you think I should tell, tell every every side job? Like for example, um, should I tell my manager about mounting a TV at the shareholder's place? 
Um, I would say in the beginning, yes, mm-hmm. until you know their habits mm-hmm. and their wishes. If a building manager doesn't want to know, and, and there's certain times where it, you're right, they shouldn't know about certain, or they don't have to know about certain work, and after you've built that relationship of trust, they may not care as much, but in the process of building that relationship of trust, where you're marrying together with the building, you want to be as transparent as possible. Got it. Um, okay, so we're, we're going down to the end of the list. Um, and it, getting going into an apartment is a huge area where you can see uh, you're opening yourself up to a situation where your, your honesty and trustworthiness can be questioned. And of course, this is a critical area because you're no longer in a common area. You're inside someone's home. You're inside where they sleep, where they live. So this is so critical that you follow the right protocol for going into, uh, into an, an apartment, a unit. Um, so always try always to go in twos. You know, even if you're super the building, you're in a position of trust. Try to get someone to go with you so that you can vet. You know, you, can, you have some sort of someone else as a witness to what you're doing. It's not always going to be possible, but um, until you build up that reputation of that rock hard reputation of trust, you wanna you wanna practice um, uh, being vetted by somebody while you do something. So it's bringing someone as a witness to vet that you've you've been in the apartment and you followed the protocol, that you acted professionally, that you didn't do anything that questions your profession. Um, professionalism inside these uh, units um, some of the things I've I've uh, some of the uh, points that I've I've seen uh, that supers didn't follow and that led to others questioning their trustworthiness or professionalism is the following um, don't go into drawers. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. and cabinets don't look around and even look at pictures uh, photos you know it's not a sightseeing tour right um not at a mall you're not at a mall you're not window shopping you're you're there to do a job unless you are um meant to look at something um because it's part of that scope while you're in the apartment never don't do that and just go in there um you know, I often say, pretend I'm blind, except for what I'm supposed to be looking at. You know, um, of course, the first step that I miss is always tell someone that you're going to the apartment. A building manager, um, some, uh, you know, somebody, especially the resident, tell the building manager to tell the resident that you're going to the apartment if that person is not there. Um, always make that be known. Never be in an apartment um, without as a surprise to someone, to, to, to everyone, right? Somebody has to know that you were there and for what reason. And it better be an emergency if, it, if it's without the resident's consent. Always, um, yeah, always have permission. Always have permission. Um, the other thing is that I've seen that can impact your <laughs> trustworthiness, not honesty, it could be honesty too. Is um, and this is this is why I kind of have a sort of a hard, harsh rule on this. Is like, you know, when you're in there working, uh, 
you're there to do a job and the resident's not there and he allows you to go in there without his presence, don't clean tools in the bathroom, you know? Oh, yeah. And if you're in there for an emergency without, you know, without anyone um, having had notice, prior advance notice to you being there, don't use the bathroom. Find another place to use the bathroom. If it's an emergency, I can kind of see that, but um, they're going to think that you're, you've been freely using their, <laughs> their space. They're going to feel like you just made yourself at home. You know, you used my bathroom, you used my toilet paper, you, you know. Um, uh, so if you can, try not to, try not to do that. Um, uh, when I said don't open cabinets where you're not supposed to or drawers, of course, don't open the fridge unless, you, unless there's a reason for you to. I had one super who was curious um, to see what, what they were eating, and they peeked inside the fridge. It just looks terrible, right? It looks bad. You, you're not there to learn more about that shareholder. You're there to learn more about the problem that's caused you to be in there. Yeah, try, try not to touch anything. Or even oh, that's like a great rule. Yeah, don't, yeah, try not to touch anything. <laughs> don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, even if, like, your, your hand or your, um, your elbow slips, slides um, on a hanging coat, right. they might think, if, if something's missing, right. they're going to think, that that super, you know, I saw him, you know, his hand going inside there. Oh yeah, yeah. On in the coat, so be careful because if someone's suspicious, right, the story can be endless. Right. Yeah, human mind's uh, imagination, just. Um, oh yeah, we're all imagine imaginative creatures. The only thing is that we don't think positive, and we no. we tend to think negative. We tend to imagine negative things yeah. when these things happen. Yeah, just think that everything has spike on it. If you touch it, yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or imagine, just imagine you're being watched all the time that you're there. Yeah. Just pretend there's eyes on you. Yeah. And, and that's there why. There may be, because inside units, there are cameras. Right. You know, pe people install cameras. Right. And depending on the angle, you might look super suspicious. Right, right. I mean, yeah, definitely. So having, having that, that going in with a sense that all eyes are on you can help you. Because sometimes we do it inadvertently, right? We're honest people, um, but we just kind of just maybe gaze at the wall. We see some pictures, things sound oh, interesting, so and we go up there, we look at it, and we're like, oh, that's, yeah. Or we say, oh, I wonder what that is, and you try to pick it up. Don't do that. See, that's why it's... It's important that when you go in, you go in with a game face. Game faces focus on that goal, the mission. Yeah, and it could be your habit. Like if you see a piece of paper or you know, garbage on the floor, you might you know, pick it up. But in that case, I, I wouldn't even touch a garbage. Right. Because it might not be a garbage. Oh, my God. The, even anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Unless you're, 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 meant, you're sent there to, to do something like that. Exactly. Um, do not, do not... Do not uh, do that. Yeah, and don't fix. Even if you see something, um, uh, something that has to be fixed. Yep. It's just, it's just don't. There, you have a goal. You have a specific goal and quest. Right. Do that. Do that. Don't one do thing. anything right. else. And uh, I just want to ask you one question. You mentioned about 
going into a unit with another person, right. who could that be another person? You know, in the part-time super situation, um, that's difficult, right? Because you're the only person that's there. Yeah. Um, I would, what I would say, what I would say in that situation is ask a property manager if they or someone else can go with you. Just mm -hmm. call them and ask. Even if you know that this property manager is not there, it'll take a while to get there. Um, may, what, at least they'll know that you're interested in getting a second person there. Mm -hmm. The other thing is maybe to film yourself going in there. Yeah, you know, like get it. Oh, okay. Maybe with your cell phone, just take, you know, film yourself walking in there and, and what you're doing. Um, right. Yeah, that from unlocking the door. From unlocking the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not in the middle of your repairs. Oh, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm, right, right. I'm doing my job, but just, you know, I think that's important. Like unlocking the door and right. going inside and you know, there all, there will always be a time on your video. Right. So, you know, it proves that you were there at a certain time, you spent certain hours there. Uh, of course, it, it would be hard to um, film everything, if, if, depending on the scope of the work. Sure. But, you know, at least you tried. At least and tried, and I think, yeah. I think entering the unit and leaving the unit, I recommend. Yeah. Filming, like yeah. how everything is inside the unit. Oh yeah, that's actually a good thing too. Like a summary. Yeah, like a like summary. I was here. This yeah. is it. I will. I will. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say like maybe one thing is, you know, it's someone's home, so maybe not take pictures of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. But just but, in case when you have to defend something, there was an incident where um, a super did a job inside a unit yeah. and the. Resident was claiming that uh, one of her her luxury bags was missing. Right. So you know the super was um, you know they were suspicious about the super who did the work who came inside the unit while she was not there. So if you fill in your surroundings, right? You know the the main. They might be able to see. Oh, the bag is over there, while right. the 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 super's leaving. Or, you know, there's, <coughs> you know, it's so evident that, you know, it was impossible for the super to to have taken the bag because he was at this time and he left at that time. So it's kind of like leaving a track. Right. Right. And you know, in in. In the video, the the bag might be there. The bag might not be there. It could be a solid evidence that you know it was done by someone else. Right, right, right. So just in case that kind of thing happens, be pre be prepare yourself. Yeah, by, prepare yourself. Yeah, I mean, get into the habit of using a camera f camera for evidence. Yeah, it's a tool for you to boost your credibility. Yeah. Um, of course, your professionalism in terms of documentation, all that stuff is great. There's a lot of things you can do with a with a camera. You can take pictures and draw on them to point things out. Um, but uh, use that. That's the best tool you have. You got to carry a phone with you. Phones are part of phones. Phones have great camera these days. 
use that camera and um, and uh, do it in a way. I think the other thing is doing it doing it in a way that's that's smart, right? Yeah. And if you if I mean if you don't have enough memory, at least voice record it. Right. And record. Okay, I'm unlocking the door. I'm right. going inside here. I'm gonna, I'm doing this work. Right. You, know, you can do that. There are so many ways you can you can use technology, and yeah. also protect yourself. Right. And then the last thing I have, the last one, yeah. is, uh, and this is the thing that I think you should should not do strongly to uh, prevent your uh, trustworthiness or honesty to be, you know, diminished or eroded, hurt, hurt is um, don't engage in gossip rumors oh. with uh, residents or shareholders um, stay clear of that because if you do engage in that um, you could be seen as especially if if it's a, about a you know a resident in a negative way you know, negative rumors I'm saying hurtful, hurtful rumors is that um, if you if anyone ever confronts you, you're gonna have to 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 tell the truth about it or lie about it, right? Um, either way, it doesn't put you in a in a great situation. It um, it will force you to think dishonestly because it's a you know you you're gonna be in a situation where you're feeling anxious and and, and scared. Um, so, so don't partake in that. Always step away from that. Um, if anyone says to you something that seems to be part of a, a rumor mill gossip, just say, I'll take that into consideration and you know, keep it as something that uh, may not be truthful. Yeah, keep, and even if you have your own opinion, keep it to yourself. That's the other thing. Keep it to yourself. Don't start them. In other words, don't start the rumor mill. <laughs> I wonder who started that. Oh, it's the super himself. Um, yeah, don't don't start those. Professionalism means always having a distance, emotional distance between. You know, we often make rumors when we are um, jumping the gun. We often start them when we're when we're. Uh, you know, assuming things, right? And as supers, you know, we're not there to assume. We're, we're, we're concrete fact gatherers as supers. Actually, we are. I mean, just as I'm talking out loud, supers are, are supposed to be fact gatherers. We're fact gatherers. We're not rumor gatherers. Um, we operate on fact. And... It's important. Yeah, and yeah. that's your job. Right. right. Yeah, and also saying something about or telling someone about what's inside a shareholder's unit. Oh or, yeah, that's a good that point could, too. I mean, that happens. Yes, yes. That happens. Oh, I saw blah blah blah. You know. Oh, yeah. he has really nice chair or something like that right. too. Right, right, right. I just don't don't say that. No, you're not supposed no. to say that. No. I mean, you, you may be forced in a situation where, you know, he has a, he has a 
big furry couch and everyone's laughing at that. But you, you, you may just want to say, yeah, I, you know, if they say, yeah, it wasn't it. Yeah. It's interesting. And then you just kind of yeah, walk away, walk away, but you're, you're not going to be like, yeah. And then it was, it was fluffy and it was colored <laughs> orange and it had the name, you know, da -da -da on it or, or something like that. You don't want to definitely yeah. don't want to be involved in that. And it could be private information. Yeah. I mean, think about, I mean, I usually say, just think about if it was your home and yeah. someone was there. If it's you're like you're okay, someone else might not be. That's true. <laughs> Please, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we've. I mean, I'm sure there's other things out there. Yeah. I'm sure there's stuff I said that may some may disagree with. Yeah, feel free to let us know. Yeah, just let us know. This is yeah, you know, it's a tough topic. You know, mm -hmm. Honesty and trustworthiness is a tough topic. Yeah. Because. You know, there there's so many ways that this can be hit, and, and and it's so important to have a strong reputation for honesty and trustworthiness. And there's so many easy ways to break that down, mm -hmm. and for it to be challenged by somebody else. Yeah. So I think we touched upon a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, and I think these these are kind of common mistakes. Right. That supers make. Right. And sometimes you're, you're just, just not aware of them. Right. So I know honesty and trustworthy are, are things that you can't really study and learn. Yeah. Like, um, can't take more classes on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think just by being aware of these common mistakes, right. it's going to help you develop more honesty, more trustworthiness. Right. Um, yeah, and becoming a really solid professional super. Right. And also, don't be afraid to make mistakes. As long as you learn from them. Yeah. And you, you, because we know that, you know, sometimes we're not, a lot of times we're not aware. We're just not aware. We're not conscious of it. There's times that we slip. There's times that we make mistakes uh, with, with, without ill intention, bad intentions. And it's important just to pick yourself back up and work on not making that mistake again. Exactly. You can't grow without that experience. Everyone, anyone that you, you've seen who, who finds that reputation for honesty and trustworthiness important to them, they've gone, I'm sure they've made their mistakes too. And they've become the person that they are by building through that mistake, building themselves back up. Um, so don't, but don't, don't be, you know, Discouraged. Discouraged. Just keep keep at it, and yeah. because ultimately that's going to impact you getting to that perfect position, which will translate into a great salary, mm -hmm. that will translate into a great, fulfilling career. Yeah, and it's all learning process, learning experience. Yep. It will add up. Yep. Well, thank you very much, Jennifer. Appreciate you staying with us for this long podcast. Yeah, thank you, James. <laughs> okay, and have a great weekend. You too.